right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Is it too bright? I think it's fine. Probably fine, right? Probably fine. <laughs> okay. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Essential Presents. So, ha, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation like this where you were so sure that something was God's will, and then you pursued it whether that was a major in college or whether that was a career path or whether that was a relationship or maybe even discernment in religious life or discernment in a, in, again, towards, oriented towards marriage. And you were so convinced, you were so certain that this was what God wanted you to do. And then, then it wasn't, right? Then it didn't turn out. And sometimes I, you know, I hear from a lot of people who say like, I, I, thought, I, was, I, was, I thought for sure this is what God wanted for me. I thought, thought, thought for sure this was his path. And then it didn't work out. You know, the, uh, I didn't get the job or um, I didn't get accepted into the program or the person broke up with me or the people in discernment and formation, they, they said I, wasn't, I couldn't go on and continue formation. Whatever that thing is, sometimes we can be certain that something is God's will. And it turns out that it's not. And it's really easy in those moments to second guess ourselves. It's really easy in those, in those moments, actually even to get, get upset with God. And so like, what do we do in those moments? And so I, I, in order to kind of dive into this, I want to look at a couple of different aspects of this, maybe even four things. Uh, the first is the things we have to consider. One is that while God has made it very clear in some areas, this is what I want, always do this. And this is what I don't want, never do this. <laughs> um, like, you know, we know those things, the commandments, that kind of thing, teachings of the church. There are some things that God always says, don't do this. Don't commit murder. Don't commit adultery, etc. down the line. And there's some things God says, always do this. Like always go to mass on Sunday and always have a prayer life. Those, those things we need to do. Take care of the people who are around us. A lot of our choices, God lets us have the choice. Like God lets us have the freedom to choose. Like, how are you going to live my commandments? How are you going to live out my will in your life? That God gives us, if he doesn't make it clear that here's what I want, in a lot of ways, I think what God is doing is he's saying, okay, you go ahead and choose. You know, my broadly speaking, my will, my perfect will for you. So now I'm giving you some freedom and you have this freedom to be able to choose in the midst of my will, the direction. You can go this way or that way. You can, your major could be engineering. Your, your major could be architecture. Your major could be education. It could be nursing. You don't even have to go to college. Like all of those things can fall under God's permissive will. And he doesn't necessarily have a perfect will in those moments, right? It's kind of like this. So number one, God gives us a lot of freedom to choose our own. Now, on those lines, sometimes we don't like that. Why? Because we have this idea that if I choose God's perfect will, if I choose God's will, then it'll be smooth sailing. And if I am up to, it's up to me, then um, I, don't have any, I don't have anyone else to blame except for myself. So sometimes we really like the idea that well, if God's will's out there, it's this mysterious kind of a thing. And if I pick the right thing, then things are going to be absolutely perfect. Of course, that's never a guarantee. God never promised that ever, ever, ever. Did he ever promise that if we follow him and do exactly what he asks, that our life is going to be perfect? In fact, it's the opposite. Sirach chapter two, verse one says, my son, when you come to serve the Lord, prepare yourself for trials. Jesus himself says, in this world, you will have trouble. You will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. So keep this in mind that just to say yes to God's will as, it, as, as, as he wills it does not preserve us from pain. And secondly, if it's my choice, then I have no one to blame. I have no one to blame about myself and I can't just automatically blame God. So that's the first thing. You have some freedom. Second thing is, okay, when it comes to discernment, I thought I would discern the right thing. And it turns out it wasn't the right thing. 
well, we, we realize this. We realize that our discernment can be wrong. Like, yeah, but I was praying. I was talking to people and I, I thought I was following God's will. I was really striving after that. Even in the midst of that, our discernment can be wrong. I mean, think about this. The history of the church is full of people who um, claimed heresies, right? They, 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 they thought this is absolutely, this is what the truth is. And they had to be corrected by the church. I mean, even for kind of a lot of the Reformation, that was led by what? That was led by people who were praying and people who said they were listening to God's voice, but they did exactly the wrong thing. They took the unity of the church and now it's splintered into ten, tens of thousands of different denominations. And they did this while they were praying. We can discern wrong. We just know that. And if that can happen on a massive scale, like the division of the body of Christ, that can happen in my life too. So number one, I have a lot of freedom. Number two, I can discern wrong. I can get it wrong even if I'm praying. Number three, this is important, just because things have not panned out how I wanted them to pan out, doesn't mean that this isn't part of God's will. Just because uh, the road is now marked by pain or the word the road is now marked by failure doesn't mean that this isn't, this isn't part of God's will. I mean, look at the life of Jesus himself. Jesus did the Father's will perfectly. And where did it lead him? It led him to a place of, yes, incredible uh, beauty and power and miracles and, and, and people accepting him and, and, and yeah, receiving him and being converted, but it also was marked by rejection. It was marked by betrayal. It was marked by failure or apparent failure. It was marked by torture and death. So keep this in mind. One of the criterion is not going to be, oh, this is clearly God's will because I've succeeded and because I have everything I want. And this clearly can't be God's will because I've failed and because um, it's hard and painful. We recognize that when we come to serve the Lord, we have to prepare ourselves for trials. And so keep that in mind. But the fourth thing is this. First thing, right? We have a lot of freedom. Secondly, we can discern wrong. Thirdly, so keep that humility. Thirdly, the, the criterion, right, for judging whether this was discerned well or, or poorly is not failure or success. But fourthly, it's possible that you discerned incredibly well. And you said, I, I thought for sure that God wanted me to go down this road. But now all of a sudden, there's a roadblock. I, th I thought for sure God wanted me to go down this road. But now all of a sudden, I'm being forced to, down this alleyway, down this side street. Who's to say that God did not want you to start going down this road so that you could get to the roadblock? Who's to say that God didn't want you to start going down this road so that you could get to the side street? Now, see, our problem is this. Our problem is we thought that when God set me on this road, I knew the destination. I thought when God set me on this road that I just said, oh, yeah, this is how it's going to be for the rest of my life or the rest of whatever the next foreseeable future is. And God was like, no, no, no. I just wanted you to get on the road. So you discerned that completely correctly. That was accurate. You did discern well. You said, here's a relationship. I thought, this was this, I thought that this was the relationship for my whole life. Yes, you might have, but maybe it was merely the relationship to get you to that next stage in life. I thought this was the major that, you know, that, that I was going to pursue and get this career in this field. Maybe, but maybe it was just the beginning of getting you to the place where you got to make the next decision. Again, every, every act, you know, life is not crockpot. This is not crockpot Christianity where you kind of set it and forget it. God wants to be actively engaged in our lives. And so we don't just say, I made this decision, now I'm on this track, and this is, I'm going to go until the end, and how I see the end. 
It could be, okay, I'm on the road and I'm constantly every day waking up and saying, okay, God, here we go. Okay, God, are we, are we still on this road? Are we taking a side street? Are we on this road? Are we taking a trail? Are we on this road? Are we doubling back? God, where do you want me to go today? Now, it's not to be um, obsessive about this, but it is to be active, right? It is to be cooperative with the Lord himself. Because it might be the case that you made the exact right decision, that you discerned completely accurately, and God got you on that road and got you moving so that he could get you to this fork, so that he could get you to this roadblock, so that he could get you to this side road, because he has other places that you and I cannot even imagine where he wants you to go. So don't give up discernment. Don't give up discerning because what you thought it would be turns out to be something different. Continue discerning, knowing that God, you're in the driver's seat. (laughs) I am here cooperating with you and I will go wherever you lead me, even if it's not exactly where I thought it would be. Anyways, from all the citizens presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.